Welcome back. Spinning Backfist.ca. I'm wearing a Brockman shirt today. Yeah, all the cool people are. All the cool yeah, people not are. Me. Not me. I got mine upstairs. That's yeah. on the next episode. Stay tuned. All right. We retooled everything, as you can see. Just back to two cameras. I haven't cut my hair still. You haven't still. That's disappointing. <laughs> You listen to any podcasts there, Brockman? Justin Brockman, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Uh, do I, I? Yeah, here and there. Like, I listen to the Rogan every once in a while, so he kind of drives me nuts. Same with uh, Jocko, or him, sometimes him as well, but you get tired of his voice as well. Uh, and then just like whatever I need to figure out. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just put on a podcast and listen to him, like, okay, now I know how to do this. You know? and one of the most interesting ones I saw recently was the guy, we were watching this one, where the guy was talking about how your mood actually affects how your body um, oh, distributes yeah, nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're happy, it does a better job at putting the fat in the right places. And nutritious. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about that sort of the science behind. Like so much of the like food science that goes into MMA is just. Oh, it's crazy! It's crazy. Blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have everything locked down now. Like if outside of your like jujitsu and your wrestling, like if you don't have your strength coach and your nutritionist and your uh, like it, everything covered, like in your weight cutting, like you're you're so far behind now. Like everyone's got every little angle covered, right? So the one one example that I was thinking of recently was uh, when Frankie Edgar lost to Ortega, mm -hmm. and how Frankie came down from lightweight and he's moved down. Could probably move down another division too. Yeah, he, lo guy. he looks tiny. He still looks tiny. Yet Ortega's huge, yeah, huge compared to me. He's dude. like the big modern, yeah, yeah, the modern MMA fighter. So much bigger for their division. Well, when I my last fight was at one fifty five, and like I was big for uh, lightweight then, and now mm -hmm. I'm like I, these guys. I was coming down from like one seventy or, or three or something. Now everyone's making like coming from like one eighty. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Was that uh, did you fight GSP at one seventy? Back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was back at one seventy back then. Even yeah, even him. He was always one of the bigger guys, and now yeah. he's like, nope. Oh, look at that. Uh, what's his name? Till. Yeah, old yeah. Darren Till. Yeah, Dude, that guy's huge, man. Yeah. It's you know who I was hoping would be able to. I guess he's not doing that bad, but uh, what's his name? Tall lanky guy who got knocked out. You know what I'm talking about one fifty five. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. Uh, um, James James Vick James Vick yes. I was hoping for more than him Paul Lanky guy Oh yeah boxes. yeah yeah He was yeah. fun to watch eh? Yeah and then he yeah, got Clipped him. real good one time uh, he, Yeah he's been Hit and miss James Rick I put Rick James Comes up on there <laughs> What was the name Of the guy that uh, Barboza spinning back kicked Terry Adam Terry yeah, Adam Yeah like yeah. The Same thing he never He was done No yeah He got that highlight reel And that was I was I was standing Cade side In, in Rio When oh, wow. uh, In I, we thought he was dead, and then I saw him backstage. Like they had to carry him, and he was like, he didn't know what was happening. He was thrown up everywhere. It was really scary. Like, that was yeah. That was one of the more violent. Yeah, he got he ever. got laid up real hard. Well, remember when Rogan was like, "I'm not interviewing people that get concussed anymore after Overeem," because he was like, "No, he yeah." When he he claimed he tapped or something. Or? Yeah, I can't remember what it's something. I think it was that he tapped out. James Vick's doing well for himself now. He got knocked senseless by uh, Benil Dariush. Oh, that's right. Last year, a couple years ago. Around. Yeah, he's back on Polo Reyes. Marco Polo. Yeah, I brought a podcast other than this one, because didn't you say you were starting one? Actually, once I'm done here, I'm going to meet with a guy, and we're kind of finalizing everything we're going to do, and hopefully mid-July, be up and running. Nice, and, nice. Yeah. Maybe we'll be important by then, enough to be on. <laughs> um, so something <laughs> I wrote down that we never talk about with you is how the Rebel Alliance got started, and who came up with uh, the name for it? Uh, um... I don't know. Just kind of, it just kind of all fell into place. Like, it was um, 
I've always been big on like like everyone training together. You know, what I mean, I had coaches that traditionally in MMA and Jiu Jitsu, like if you trained at one club, like you didn't go to another. It was mm -hmm. frowned upon. You were kind of a, you were a trader, mm -hmm. right? And I always thought that was wrong because nobody's got all the answers. You know what I mean? So it uh, so. I've been big on that for years and years, and now as we get older, we start opening our own gyms. There's a lot of opportunity for like former teammates to bring their students together and whatever. So it was myself, uh, Barry McDonald, uh, became friends with uh, the Brendan Kalajundic, and he started to come train with me all the time. And then we we got all our groups together and uh, it just started sparring on Saturdays, and it got bigger and bigger. And then um, part of the whole reason we started like banding together is because there's a couple gyms in the area that aren't that friendly and like to talk a lot of trash and just just huh. just on just bad people you know what yeah. i mean and, they, and they're not in it for the right reasons why and, don't you see a and then uh <laughs> and the uh so basically we were just we were just laughing on the mats one day and we're like and uh and someone said yeah it was, it was, it's like the rebel alliance like all the you know what i mean and, and then it turned into rebel alliance motherfucker and no, no, yeah. that's like the trademark, right? When yeah. You're fighting the and empire. It's, it's it's exactly what it is, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's super successful because there's no, it's just it, there's no financial arrangement between anyone. It's just a bunch of dudes that no we're, we're no, we're all uh, we all share like information and training, like and and even on the business side, because people are nickel and diamond over one or two students, and it, it, and you know, like there's. How many million people in the GTA? Like, there's enough for everyone to eat. Everyone relax, man. And it every single gym that is just ended up in this little alliance has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. In the last three or four years, everyone's like at least doubled. Oh yeah, even we've size. been able to see that. Yeah, it's Especially, huge. Yeah, go ahead. And it, it, and it's as simple as as simple as like us training together. And I'm like, who's printing your T-shirts? What kind of deal are you getting? Like, we're all and can I see your contract? How do you do this? How do you do that? We're all share business ideas and. <laughs> But there's, it's just through friendship, and there's no business at all between anyone. It's just everyone wanting the best for each other, right? So you get other people coming up to you, and like from other gyms, and being like, "Hey, we want to get involved." And it, it just kind of happens. Or is it a close? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Like the reason it works is because I don't shut anyone out. Mm -hmm. I don't even. I don't gotta like you for you to come from another gym. Yeah, and train well, with yeah. me. Like if you start saying some people are in, and some people are out, then it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Right. The doors yeah. are open. Hmm. All of our gyms, like you're able to go freely back and forth train wherever like i'm like ah, I'm not, there's no kickboxing tonight head over to brendan's place like over there or whatever it all it all works together i just kind of got the like godfather kind of title because yeah. i'm i've been in it the, <laughs> i've been in it the longest and i'm generally the guy that everyone comes to for like the advice you yeah. know so was, i guess that's how i kind of ended up on top but there's no arrangement and there's no it's just something that just happened and it gets bigger and bigger because people are kind of looking like, what do you guys do with Saturday? I'm like, we're all going to beat each other up. You want to come in? They're like, yeah. And then, the, and then more people, like just grows and grows all the time. It's good because we all support each other's events and stuff like that too, right? So every yeah. show gets bigger and every fundraiser gets bigger. and Yeah. yeah so. Uh, you older than them or are you guys all generally the same age? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a, I think the next guy down is, I'm at least 10 years older. Oh, than really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's doing that. Uh, he's going down for the stem cells in Panama, yeah. I think. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everybody... Soon enough. Yeah, I wish. I, I imagine it's pretty expensive. Um, who was it that we saw? We saw somebody recently with Rogan. Mel Gibson brought his father to Panama for stem yeah. cells. And he was 93, said so he couldn't move. And then now he's yeah. 101 and feels fine. And the stem cells are able to go wherever they're needed. 
Crazy. Well, I feel fucking 93 now, so that'd be pretty sweet. Let's I feel like it. Mel Gibson. Um, another question I had, you mentioned like how nobody is, there's some people that are, don't want to play ball, and there's people obviously that you're involved with that are the nicer guys. Who is the biggest softie of all the Durham martial artists? Who's the uh, the tough guy you, that's actually you gotta ask, you gotta ask that question. Is it you? Every everyone will tell you that I, I am the biggest pussy. Man. <laughs> There's no quite man. I just I thought you might say Rob. I thought you might go with Rob. No, Rob Rob is too, but he only he only talks. I was gonna he say, only, he's he only talks. Dark side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, we all got dark sides, man. <laughs> Trust me. If you can't be awesome at anything. Like all you, all these guys that are elite and run gyms or great athletes or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Incredible artists. You're there's a yin to that yang, man. Every single person. Just you can't be you can't be amazing unless there's some fucking wild shit going on behind the scenes. I'm telling you. Huh. Everyone I know is that's been success is also whack. So. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought up the age is because, I don't know about you, but when we were a bit younger, <laughs> uh, everybody always ragged on, like, Durham and Oshawa, so it's kind of been, like, all the guys who are from here and get, like, to a certain level, like, get a good job, basically, they all kind of, we all kind of, like, stick together, and we haven't, like, shunned each other out yeah. based on, like, our occupation, where there's so many people that's like, oh, being in Oshawa or being in Whippy stupid, I gotta go blow two grand a month on rent in Toronto for one bedroom. Good for you. Which is fine if, yeah. you, if that's what you want to do, but, like, I would like to see Oshawa rise up, I believe, if we're talking, like, feel like I'm doing a World Cup promo. Rise up, yeah. Oshawa. I don't know, man, I, I, I love living in Oshawa. So man. do I, especially, like, where we are now, which is undisclosed. But, uh, <laughs> but like, everywhere. Fortified bunker here. Yeah, yeah it's a bad cave. I don't see any problem with, like, especially, people used to rag on the college a lot, especially, yeah, and now it's so much better, now, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I don't even recognize it up there. I went no. to, I went to Durham for maybe three weeks. It was like a trailer, and now it's yeah. like, yeah. now the it's portables. The yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you want to bring up that, uh, cl the clip, Dave, that we wanted to show him. I was going to ask uh, you, how do you feel about, are you a big fan of 90s action movies? It's something I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Ah. <laughs> I don't really remember much of the 90s. Specifically, like, Seagal and Van Damme, oh, Chuck shit. Norris. Because we wanted to show you some Seagal. Let me open it here. Some Seagal uh, kicking people in the nuts all the time. With He probably picked it up off of me. <laughs> Is that your go-to? Oh, yeah. The nut shot? So you're a fan of the old days of MMA. We'll just play the audio over top, so don't worry about it. The old Joe Sun bagging One of our favorite videos. <laughs> and it's got it's got to be elaborate too. Like, it can't just be a plain old kick in the dick. It's got to be yeah. like. And every movie's got to oh. be somebody killed his family, and he's an ex-cop who's getting revenge. Ex-soldier, ex-marine, ex-special forces, Navy SEAL, the chef on yeah. the Under Siege. It's a lot of kicks. It's impressive that he just works it in in uh, everything. Well, you know what though, it's, it works. Especially when somebody's armed, I suppose, too. Like, that guy was, had a gun on the docks at him. <laughs> and the three named titles were something me and my brothers always used to talk about. They're like, nowhere to run, today you die. Is. Yeah, or, yeah. And he's always trying to allude that he was like native or something. Or like, uh, Asian. He's always bringing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
getting through. We're halfway through That's the bag. That's it? Here. It's, it's yeah, still it's, going. I want to get to the Walker, Texas Ranger clip. That's a short one. It's two minutes of solid bagging. <laughs> two minutes of just Seagal's foot on bag. The, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was like, I just, I've kicked a lot of dick in my life and I wish I documented it better now. <laughs> that one might have been the best one. He's riding a motorcycle and he bags two guys. Anyone ever try to jump you there, Brooklyn's? I haven't been in a fight in like, without, get, without getting paid for it and... I don't know, pretty much since I started training like 20 years ago. Was there a time when somebody tried to fight you in a bar 20 years ago? I've been in, the whole reason I started training is because that's all I was doing anyway. And I just, I just yeah, wanted to be yeah. good at it. Nice. <laughs> so, I uh, was all, as a kid, I just fought. So I did. always notoriously in, in fighting and trouble and all the time. That's And then getting in in the martial arts to totally took me away from it and just straightened out the path that was already on, right? So Get to that walker clip. The Did you ever play, uh, um, should be queued up probably, one, yeah. I think it's the first one of the two, if there's two there. Yes. I was going to say, did you ever play hockey or anything like I've that? Been, no. I never played a sport in my okay. life. I just wanted, because uh, Rob, I remember Rob <laughs> telling me one time, <laughs> this one's too good, people I'm sure. trying to fight them playing like beer league hockey. Oh like, yeah, yeah, well that's, you can see it. So much than that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why anyone would want to fight them, but like they're, they're, they got the faces you want to punch, I guess. It's the, uh, I see dead people, kid. It's okay, Aunt Alex. I'm a man now. Oh! <laughs> Thank you! That reservation still standing? Barely. And how you doing, little partner? Fine. And it's a little visitor now. Adewayoli is how you say it in Cherokee. Oh, <laughs> pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would you do that to me for? <laughs> now, show him the other one, and then we can wrap up that part. Oh, Christ. Uh, what? The, re the way I came onto this stuff is uh, Conan O'Brien used to have a lever that you pull and play Walker right. Texas Ranger Club. There it is, yeah. Yeah, there it was. Is it the dad from Wonder Years? You don't even know Wonder Years there. I do, yeah. I say, I've never watched it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving right along. Huh. Dave, you want to give him the speed round questions, or do you want to save that? Well, I was, I'm kind of intrigued by this, the story about Rob Reed there. Like, is it all guys that he plays with that are all, like, Rob Reed trained? Rob Reed, everybody. Uh, there's, a, there's guys he, just a that he trains, guys he trains with, and then other guys that yeah. he's grown up with, whatever. But I, I know, like, I know a bunch of the dudes on the team, and I know last season they had one guy who just happened to... Uh, trade with me, mm -hmm. and he has the worst temper, and I guess he ended up just dummy and got, they all, they turned into a big shit show, and it, yeah, I would he, imagine so. He was suspended quickly. Yeah. Well, I, think he, I think he had someone mounted in the, in the hallway and punched them out after the game. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. We had, uh, producer Kelly got into, got a 10-game suspension for shoving somebody, so I can only imagine they were like, you never... I don't know, I just, hockey culture is just wild to me. Yeah. Like, you're... From from like the parents all the way to the beer league guys who are out there. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
why you, it's just a fucking game. Everyone calm down. Like, your kids aren't going to the NHL, yeah. and you guys are playing on, you're half cut, and you're playing on a Thursday night. Like, you should yeah, us. <laughs> just be happy you're not having a heart attack. Like, you're yeah. not. There was a league at uh, Children's Arena, ball hockey league I tried to play in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I put, went to one game, and some guy tried to fight me because after um, somebody got hit from behind, behind the net, and whistle, and I ran up like halfway. And then their goalie comes up, and I'm just standing there. Goalie comes out and pushes me. And then some other guy was like, don't touch your fucking goalie. And just tries to fight me. I literally do nothing. And I, they tried to suspend me for 10 games. So I just quit the league. And he's like, give me my money back. Like, yeah. Suspend me for literally doing nothing. I'm sure that's what everybody says. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. No, the, no accountability. It's, then with it's the speed your, round. We'll generation. we got the new graphic that I... I'm too fast for y'all, man! There we go. All right, so the concept... Is like yes or no, one or the other. Simple, very simple. So we'll go fast. We'll keep it nice. Try to keep it under a minute, and then maybe in the future we'll see how many. Yeah, we can get a bang out as many questions we can. Yeah, it's like a hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Some topical, some <laughs> random. All right. So number one. Game show channel. Nobody. Conor McGregor. Is he gonna fight again? Yes or no? No. All right. GSP, the greatest MMA fighter of all time. Yes or no? No. Uh, number three, will someone currently in TKO, the TKO MMA out of Montreal, will they fight for a UFC or a Bellator title? Ooh, uh, yes. Laramie, that's what I'm going to say. I, uh, I, I don't know if he'll fight for a title, but he, he will, he'll go to the big show. Yeah. Uh, favorite place to fight for yourself? Ontario, Quebec, BC, Japan, Thailand, anywhere Ooh, else I'm not aware Japan. of. Japan, alright. Uh, first Toronto sports team to win a championship, the Leafs, Raptors, or Blue Jays? Toronto Rock. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Off the board. All right. We got, now we'll get a little more random here. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Fuck yeah. Oh, and next one, also pizza. Anchovies on pizza, yes or no? No. All right. Well, you got some sanity. Are you watching the World Cup at all? What, sir, what's, what, what is that? It's like hockey? <laughs> the so yes, the soccer World Cup. No. Nope. The football World Cup. Nope. The football. <laughs> all right, next one. Club to football. The Simpsons Family Guy or South Park? Simpsons. And uh, the last one, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? <laughs> oh, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet yeah. Boys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, see, I went the other way on that one. That's I'm more bullshit. Because the Backstreet Boys, they tried to keep it even across all their, all their guys. Whereas but NSYNC was just like, nah, just the Timberlake. Timberlake show. Yeah, but Timberlake's better than everybody. He's yeah, just... that, that's a fact. I, yeah. How do you not love that guy? But that's I don't true. give a shit. Backstreet Boys was the model. <laughs> well, New Kids was the model. Yeah, and then, yeah. Boys, but still. I mean, the songs were well produced compared to... They were. Like, they had Backstreet Boys just had a new song this year? Last year? Like two months know, ago. I don't know why anyone would know that, but... We saw it on YouTube. It Dave just wants it was to believe that. I have satellite radio in my car now, and uh, once in a while I'll throw it on the pop station. Once in a while. while. Once in a while you listen to, like, REO Speedway. Did you know that um, NPH hosts a show on the, the On pop, NPR? No, on uh, pop... Not Pop. Pop 2K? No, not Pop 2K. The Hits station on Sirius X. Really utilizing our guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a, you got you satellite radio? Nope. No, me neither. You gotta spend a lot of time in your car to make it worthwhile. I do. And yeah. uh, like, But I'm, I'm like a creature habit. I got my music that I listen yeah, to and yeah, that's it. Me too. I try to find new, new music, but yeah. I don't know. Just always get stuck on the same sort of shit. So. Still going with the punk? I'm always punk. Yeah. Like... Punk doesn't necessarily have to be punk rock. I mean, that's yeah. an attitude, right? So that most of the music I like is like, is is definitely got some punk rock to it. Like good hip hop is punk rock. Yeah, I mean, that's good, fair. Like good, I'm not a country guy, but good country is punk rock. Yeah. Actually, punk rock is 
is old country. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all the same thing. And there's got to be a message and some rebelliousness to it. And it's, it doesn't actually, it doesn't matter if it's a guitar or a beat, right? So you're not a fan of the new pop <laughs> pop country. <laughs> uh, no, shit, no. No, no. Although Margot Price is awesome. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You got me, look, though. Look her up. She's fantastic. All right, we'll put it in, we'll put it in I'm the not a, I'm not a, I'm not like a country yeah. guy, but by any means, unless it's Johnny Cash, and Johnny Cash was more fucking punk rock than anyone. So yeah, that's that's when you sweet. said, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Was uh, Margot Price. She's me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got, what, are we playing something here? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. A lot, of, a lot of political discussion, of course, in the world. It has to infect everything, including this podcast, but, but. in a different way. Uh, you're running for city councilor. Uh, that is that is the plan. Yeah. Is it Ward six. Ward Ward five. Ward five. five. I was close. What does that uh, how, region? That's south of Olive. South of Olive. Just everything south of yeah. Olive. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. That's where that's where uh, my business is. That's where yeah, all the sense, charities yeah. I work with and everything yeah. like. And I think uh, that's where I think my voice is most important is down that end of the city, right? So yeah. You want to speak to the people? You want to cut a promo into the ISO cam? No, 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 you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. So why do you decide to do this? Um, I like I like a challenge. Number one, uh, actually, you know what? Most importantly, man, I love I love where I live, and this city has treated me so awesome. I have I have, man, I've really had the greatest life. Like, I travel the world, and uh, I had the best a job that I love to go to every day, and and it's all opportunities that have been produced to me by this city. I've worked so many charities, and. Uh, and like uh, organizations and stuff like that, like in the city, that like I'm actually I feel like I'm all, like maxed out with what I can do on an individual level. Like I kind of got that I got a handle of the mayor for like years now. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everyone knows when you need something done, then you're gonna come talk to me, and I'll be the guy to help out or whatever. And I speak uh, the play, I speak at the boys and girls clubs, and I and I do the uh, Durham Alternative Secondary School. I'm like I'm like spread so thin. It's not that it doesn't make a difference or it it does. I'm just spread thin, and I think if I'm gonna be able to do any more and make a difference, I have to put myself in a position where I'm able to uh, to to help with you know more more to make more important decisions, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like I I do things because I'm selfish. I want to. I do charities and I do all these things because it makes me feel good. But like everyone wins, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you go speak to a group of kids, it's therapy for me. It makes me feel awesome. And if you make a difference in one kid's life it's like you're a winner you know what I mean so and uh so I'm just like I, I want to put myself in a spot where I can make a bigger difference in the community you know so why not the opportunity came up where there was a vacancy and I was kind of humming and hawing and threw my name in and then uh someone I knew convinced me to like just run so I think uh so I'll put my name in the hat and figure it out from there so you want to pull up I found the uh the official Facebook page of someone he's running against that was my theory of Bill Gates, though. He wants to help people while at the same time making billions of dollars. Send this to me? Uh, yeah, it should be a Facebook link. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we know one of the, the, the ladies that's running against you. We went to college with her. She's a nice girl. I think she's doing real estate now. So you've got competition. But this one, uh, Joe Lococo, do you know this guy? I, no, I don't know. Okay, he's got a... Go loco for Joe Lococo? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I just wrote his saying right yeah. there. I'm sorry. I just... It looks like it's you Microsoft painted. It's top thing here. This that's that's pretty spectacular. There, the photoshopping there. It's forward thinking. It's Word Five. This is what you got to go against. October twenty second, twenty eighteen. Yes, that's. Well, he's, got, he, he's doing good because I haven't even made it that far yet. So yeah, he's got a fancy picture. You know what? Like, two likes on it. My uh, 
like, I want best man for the job. That's where I'm like, I would, I would like to put myself in a position where, you know what I mean? But if someone's more qualified and the people want, like, I'm not out to slit anyone's throat, man. I'm just doing this because I, I like it and I want to make a difference, you know what I mean? So if Joe Lococo could do a better job than me and the people believe that he can, then hire him, you know what I mean? Or this other woman that's running, let's say, I'm not, I'm not here to sling mud at anyone or talk shit. I'm just, I'm just here, I put myself in the position because I'm a passionate person about the place that I live. And, uh, and that's it, right? So I, I, don't, I don't care what anyone else is doing, man. They're not my problem, I'm theirs. Put out your own nut kicking video. <laughs> yeah, promo. Right. That'll, that'll get some votes. There was a fine show once upon a time. Buzz uh, was it just called Buzz. The bu Buzz, yeah. Yeah. Then they used to have the segment Bag TV, where it would just go around and just bag people in Toronto. The thing about that back then is like you could easily pull that off. It was fake, and people would believe it. Now mm -hmm. everything's just fake. Like the uh, those hookup videos, making it make out with any girl in like ten seconds. Like, come here, baby. And it's like, oh, it's convenient. Yeah, I don't know what you're watching here. I yeah, I was gonna say. You've never seen this. those prank videos? I'm on YouTube mm. more than than you guys, I guess. But I'm there's dudes who, by... who got quite uh, uh, wealthy off of pretending that they were going up and able to talk their way to making out with random chicks, and it's always just actresses. I think that's just a numbers game. Just keep going. Eventually, you get enough people to say yes. <laughs> that's right. The, that's the classic and make approach. It, make your highlight, and you're good to go. You scratch enough tickets, you're going to win a few bucks. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to steal a couple of some of these questions from the speed round that you skipped over. What's something you, uh, your wife hates that you t when you tell people? So that's not yes or no. So that's why, that's why it's not on there. there. You go. That we're married? I don't know. Like <laughs> something embarrassing that you tell people. Uh, I'm, I'm probably a million things, but <laughs> I can see that. I don't know. I I'm, shit. I'm too involved in my own world to wonder if, if, if anyone else is embarrassed of me. <laughs> I like that fat question. What's the fattest you've ever you've had? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I was. Uh, so we got there was a weight loss contest in some gym I was in. So I like deliberately blew up. <laughs> but what happens? Like these these girls like they that I was just bickering with they have this contest so i'm like i'm like they're having a contest so you can lose the most weight or whatever else by a certain date and i'm like let me in they're like oh it's just for the ladies i'm like guys can lose weight easier than girls and this and i'm like this bull i said listen you had to pay an entry i'm like let's put me in the put me in if you if i win i'll give all the money to charity i'm like yeah. now fucking say no now so that's so they let me in and then uh and I just I I kept heckling. Anyways, I blew I blew up like did it on purpose. I went up to like two thirty two. I got on the got on the scale and and they write me down. And then I just started messing with people on on Facebook and everything else. And like to the point where like people were just dropping me as a friend and everything else. And then and I ended up just going and crushing everyone because like I I knew I was a pile of shit. So I added a couple extra piles of shit on top of it. Weighed myself in and then I went nuts because they had three months and I weighed in at what like I cut weight now. Yeah. It was amazing. So I've I dropped <laughs> so the most serious the day before. I, I, I waited I waited I got I drove down there and like I, when I got when I weighed in, I was driving I I stuffed my face the night before, I was eating Doritos and shit, so I'm all <laughs> full of sodium. I'm chugging bottles of water away there. I had to piss so bad. I got on the scale at one uh, two thirty two and then when I weighed in 90 days later, I weighed in at 178. <laughs> just, I took their fucking money and I ran. I'm just picturing like these poor Who women. Who was the like, next closest? Uh, actually, amazing because my wife entered it as well. And, yeah. and she, so the way they divided it up and so, okay, now there's the, they changed the rules of the of course, going because they knew yeah. 
they were going to get crushed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they they ended up break, breaking it into uh, men and women's at the oh, same yeah. time, and then my wife won the other side oh, as nice. well at the same time. So we took all their money. It was amazing. <laughs> did, donated. I did yeah. donate it though. These poor people going for a job and then they see you in like garbage bags. <laughs> so that was sauna good. that day. <laughs> oh man, who's your favorite female UFC fighter of all time? That's a good question, because I want to be asked that one day. You'll just say Ronda, right? No, I won't. Huh. I, don't, I don't know. How do you feel about the female fighting in general? I love yeah. I love it, man. I think... Uh, Obviously with the, Lindsay, right? So yeah. You're involved, quite involved. Yeah, I just think that... Like, they're technically, they're catching up so fast to the men, and they bring they bring an intensity that a lot of the guys don't. Like, you, get, you, you know watching a women's fight, it's never going to be a sleeper. You know what I mean? They always go for it. Like they got one gear, and yeah, they go where guys. This is the gear. You can you can get you know? the guys. You can get out there and get a boring one every once in a while. You'll never see a boring women's fight. They go out there and they throw down like every single. You don't see fight. a lot of them coasting. Like if they you yeah. know ones up two rounds to none, you don't see that third round where no, they just no, kind of No, no, man, they are they're mean. They want to. I think yeah, they want to get it done. CM Punk fight, your favorite fight of all time. Did, Did you, you see one? that? I, I, I haven't watched UFC in like no years. That's fair. They've yeah. gone uh, too many shows. Is my thinking. It's there's they're not building characters anymore. They're just throwing throwing it out there, right? That's what mm-hmm. I said. You need guys like uh, it's like wrestling. They're just uh, putting out as many shows as possible. Mm-hmm. You need uh, like a Jonathan Goulet, like a guy who has a unique look. He's a decent fighter. Comes out there every once in a while, and he Dan just gets party yeah, he just gets dusted. But like, you know who he is. You know what he's gonna do, and you expect you want to see a guy fight him. Doesn't matter who was fighting them. It was just yeah. you know, as a guy you get familiar with. Even uh, even their champions now, they don't have no like great stories. You know, there's no one that you're really pumped up. To a see. lot of a lot of like guys that have been around for a long time and now just kind of like Bisping. Bisping just mm. kind of hung around forever and then found himself with a title somehow. Colby mm. Covington is going. He's trying to bring it back some sort of excitement, but he's just like hating on everyone like, he can. Yeah, but you know what? Though? Four man's Connor. There's. The, the way Connor did things, Bisping as well, like, there was still, I don't know, man. I, there's no way Covington's that shitty of a person, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I just don't think he's doing it very well, you know what I mean? Like, Connor, like, I'm not a real big Connor McGregor fan, but I see, you see him with all the shit talking and all the things he does, man, he, he'll always finish up an interview or a press or whatever else with something respectful, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, all right, because he, he, sell, he is selling it, you know yeah. what I mean? But he's, he also respect like he's he's a respectful like martial artist, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he always reels it back in with something, you know, and he gives other people respect. Even with credit. the DS, right? Yeah. Like, right so, when they were done that second fight, they hugged it out and seemed to be okay. And yeah. like that's the way it goes. Nah, uh, and then there's just being shitty and like that dude, this goes to show how like the racist shit that Covington has been saying and the UFC still Oh, has he said racist stuff? I haven't heard oh, that. Yeah, that yeah, oh, yeah, he's called the Brazilian. Brazilians filthy yeah. animals and shit like yeah. that. Like, I'm like, dude, you can't do that. Like in Brazil, but you, but he but was... somehow he still got a job. Where they'll cut mm-hmm. someone else for the most ridiculous stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They, well, it, the mistake I was thinking was he make he was making was that he pretty much universally saying anybody on the internet's like he's calling them nerds and everything, but like. This is your fan base, probably that you're but, alienating. You know what? What he does, what he does understand is like whether you love him or want to, you know, you hate him, you bought a ticket, right? Like you mm-hmm. like. I'm sure 95 percent of the people watching that last match wanted to die, but, <laughs> but they all bought, they all paid to watch it, right? That's the point, right? McGregor's the same way. You love him or hate him, you bought a ticket to the show. 
Yeah, he really went hard on the Brazil, saying Dos Anjos will be able to go back and stuff. Connor or Covington? Covington. Connor said similar stuff, too, saying that uh, Dos Anjos lives in L.A. or something. You know, he lives in the States, and they said he was a fake. Brazilian. Let him live, just like um, Vitor. He lives in, what, Florida or something? Vitor's been out of there for a long time, as far as I remember. And let the man live. Claudia Gadela, also, she lives that's in everyone's Jersey. In just the way not everyone is. Everyone's in Florida or yeah. in California. Well, that's like, that's, or Vegas. Yeah, that's where you go, right? It's yeah. warm. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, you're not moving to Minnesota from fucking Rio. Well, you don't want to go train with Brock Lesnar? Like I said, Gadela, <laughs> I think, tried to start a, she go to, a gym in New Jersey. Yeah, I was going to say Jersey, I thought. Yeah, She's in Vegas a lot now. She injured her. I love you, Claudia. Thanks for liking all of our posts about you. <laughs> We love you. I'll get a date with her one day. Probably. <laughs> she would just You'd be holding her, holding her pocket. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Look it up. Holding her pocket? <laughs> As in she'll make more money than me? Sure. Alright, what's next? <laughs> There's plenty of stuff to talk about. Holding her pocket. More divisions? Less divisions? More. More divisions? More, Why uh, is that? Um... Well, especially when they're running six zillion shows a year, the yeah. UFC. But also, it prevents these huge weight. Like, it will prevent a lot of the weight cuts. Like, these guys that are dropping, everyone drops at least a weight class. You know what I mean? And like, you see the difference between a guy that comes in at. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, so like, you look at the guys. Well, it's now guys are going from one fifty five up to one seventy all the time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, a lot of guys moving right? up now. Yeah. But you see, when they get to one seventy, they're still. They're still small. Like they're mm -hmm. really, really. You see the difference when they're how small they are compared mm -hmm. to these guys that are coming down. So if you're doing like a 155 and a 162, you know, like every seven pounds or something like that, it would they would like level the playing field a little bit. It's uh, and then then you're having like being just for the UFC anyway, because then then you're having more shows with more legitimate titles and you know, I mean not just throwing out like fight nights, which is fine, but like I think it makes it. I think it makes it more exciting creates more opportunity and I think it's a lot safer if you add a couple more weight classes like boxing is there's I don't know how many weight classes like every three four pounds right mm -hmm. so yeah. you got don't got guys killing themselves to make that extra five pounds and they're they're gonna perform better as well right is there something they could do maybe to because they tried the early weigh-ins to try to help guys have an easier mm -hmm. cut and whatnot I just wondered if there's something they could do to kind of not prohibit weight cutting but a way to Discourage it essentially. Well, there it's hard to do. It's um, everybody wants an advantage. When I fought in Shudo in Japan, you couldn't mm -hmm. come in. Uh, so you, you same thing. You day before weigh in. Yeah. But you on fight day you couldn't come in. Uh, a certain amount. Yeah, over, four right? kilos yeah. over or whatever it was. They never yeah. weighed me. Yeah. It's Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like you're not supposed to, right? So if they, I think if they put restrictions on that. It would help a yeah. little bit, right? But at the same time, guys will cut that weight and eat the fine. Yeah. Anyway, you yeah, know what I mean? That's fair, so yeah. that's why I, yeah, I think, I think more. Like, does I, I've kind of been, I get, like, I see that side of it. I've always kind of been on the flip side where less is more in that there's less for people to follow. So it's easier to, for the, at least for the fan perspective, it was easier for them to follow when there's less division. Now people see it, especially with the women's because they added in so many so mm -hmm. fast. Yeah, but you're relying on people having to destroy their brain essentially. I know, so I know. That's, 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 yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying to, to try and do something to, MMA fans are the most fair weather people in the entire world, so you don't. We don't have to. You can just feed them anything now, and yeah. they're gonna watch it anyway. Like they don't need character build up. They don't need anything. They just, they just, just watch it for the violence of it, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. fight yeah. pass, baby. 
Yeah, Fight Pass is the way to go oh, now. Right. I think that's the. Uh, there's just so many shows. It's so hard you can to just watch it after it's aired instead of paying for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've like noticed that not the, back in the peak, the peak days when you go out oh, every, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere would show the fights. You go out to Boston Pizza, Buffalo Wild, yeah. and every little Even little club. club. Yeah, yeah, we have dudes standing around the yeah. dance floor. Looking. I remember watching uh, Shogun versus Hendo, the first one, in a in a club on a TV, no sound no or anything, sound, and just yeah. being like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And yeah, I'm just that, that fight was nuts. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Oh. Shout out to Jesse. He puked at the club that uh, night on one of the nights where we were watching it, standing there watching <laughs> the TV. That's when I came back downstairs and our friend got kicked out for puking on one of the mini <laughs> round tables. Are you standing around? Solid night. You fist fight and some vomit. Free shots of tequila is what it was. They were giving out free shots of tequila. I missed free shots that never of tequila. Ended. I passed mine up because I was like, I don't have. I hate tequila, and I needed a chase. No, you only need to have tequila once to yeah. have that experience that you know you don't want it ever again. Yeah, yeah. I had a tequila shot for this somebody's birthday one time, and was in the bathroom doing this against oh, the urinal. Oh, just smell, man. Yeah, that, yeah, the smell is what gets me. It just does not smell like a good time. No. Unless you're talking like expensive tequila, I might change my no. mind. No, someone's tried to convince me that. Yeah, too. I don't all, really believe it. it all, I tried Patron; it was good. You, I, I don't know, man. It's all expensive piss. Yeah. Well, yeah, tequila. Yeah, tequila. <laughs> it's real all expensive. You want to pay more money? Go ahead. Your piss costs. <laughs> the it. guy was drinking water more water world. before he pissed in yeah. <laughs> water world. If you weren't doing martial arts, what would you be doing? That sounds like a stupid question. I feel like you've answered that before. Uh, I. Be dead. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be a city council. So what he'd be, be a city council. Nah, I, I wouldn't have made it this far in life. No, because no? I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think if I had never stepped on the mats, I, I, I have no doubt that I wouldn't be on in on this planet. What age was that at? I was twenty-two years old. Oh, I March second, nineteen ninety-seven. Hmm. I quit my job on March third. I've never done anything ever again. What was your job? I was building signs in a fucking factory that I hated, <laughs> and. Uh, I was, I missed my ride to work on March 2nd because I got drunk the night before and I uh, missed my ride. I was wandering around in the rain, depressed, like I was living in a basement apartment where I had like six inches of water on the floor, it's flooded, I had owned nothing. Is that in Brooklyn? I was, I was in Whitby, in Whitby at that time and I was just wandering around the, in the rain and remember man, and I wandered into a gym and because I'd met the owner and I said, I'm like, you know what, I'm like, I got to pull my life together, I got to get back in shape. like. I don't have any money. Can I? I'll sweep your floors. I'll do whatever. Like, just give me a job so I have to pay my membership. And he's like, "Why don't you try some judo?" And uh, I put a gi on at lunch. It's noon class. I did judo. I went back and uh, I did another class at seven o'clock that night. I went to work the next day. Fucking quit on the spot. Huh. Grabbed my bag of clothes out of my apartment and moved in and lived on the mats. And that's all I've ever done. Hmm. It's just foot until until I was maybe. Almost thirty years old, I literally just floated and lived lived on the mats and and what lived couch to couch and whatever else and then and then uh, and then I found a place to, I had a stable place for like a while if we were living with a dude one of my mentors who really helped and supported me and like pushed me in the right direction and and uh, yeah man and we just ended up here like. Is the gym yeah. still around? What's that? The same gym still around? No. Nah, it closed. Uh, I was there for a couple of years, um, and it just it was going downhill fast because the owner was hmm. he uh, up to no good and just falling apart. And I started training more jujitsu with like uh, guys. I was going out of Toronto and training every single day down there, and hmm. I met met the guys who are still my teammates and best friends today. And uh, but what I mean without that first gym, 
like I I wouldn't have made it. Like I was I was on the I was on a dist totally destructive path. Like I I'm quite sure I would I'd be dead. At what age or what year would you say where it's you were just sort of like oh this is really going well for me and then what when you started the business oh four I'm wearing yeah wearing yeah it. um it was probably uh I didn't I want to do MMA right that's why I started and the judo was like where we were that was like the toughest sport there was so I started training there and then I wanted to do, get into the MMA and I met jiu jitsu guys and started training with them and it was like a couple of years into that I mean I had my first fight at I think it was ninety nine like it was fast um. And then, and even then, I didn't think, I, I'm like, I'm probably going to do it once and never happen again. And then it just kept going and going. And then I think, uh, and then 2004, I opened my gym and it was probably like 2000, maybe 2008. I'm like, holy shit, I think I'm doing what I'm, what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it just kept escalating and the, my team gets bigger and bigger and, and like the, the adventure just keeps getting greater. And, and now, like, I hired a gym manager this year to kind of take over all the shit I hate and I'm really bad at. And we've, we've almost doubled the size in, in, within a year. Like, mm -hmm. she's she's amazing at her job. And uh, so like, it was the best move I've ever, ever had. She's one of my students for, like, almost 10 years. Trust her with my life. And so I'm like, have, I'm like, have at it. And she's turned this place into something like that's just crazy. And so it's so much less stress on me. Now I finally feel like I'm going to spot in my life. I'm like, holy shit, like... Yeah, man, I'm make I I make great money and I and I love my I love my job. And I love all my instructors. Like I still like it allows me so much freedom to do so much awesome stuff. I I've, I've been in the last year, I think I've been to 12 or 13 countries. Did a couple of kickboxing matches. I've run like yeah, 10 yeah. half marathons, you know. I've been had a big trip to Thailand. Yeah, Thailand and Cambodia and like I've been everywhere and it's all because I have such a awesome team of people around me like backing me up and like and encouraging me like and a wife that's like yeah dude go for it like you know what i mean she's she's the best like she's always always pushing me and or at least being like like not mad at me it's like yeah. that's good you know what i mean she, she supports all the things i want uh, that i do right so we've definitely seen the growth since even since we've known you guys uh and rob like the amount of classes Rob's able to put on now, mm -hmm. and then just by like you can judge by the Bruckman photos alone of yeah, how big the yeah oh. the classes have gotten. Yeah, there's and it's and that's that's our community as well too. When you see those big huge pictures of the great like that's all of our gyms like all hanging out as a happy family like a couple times a year just beating each other up right so yeah we were there for sparring you know, yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna say that's really thing, like right? that yeah yeah right and, that, and we do stink we do yeah, <laughs> yeah man it smells like steak and porn in there it's weird <laughs> but and that's the thing when you work together as a community you're so much you, there's so much more you can accomplish right than like you just uh, you got to be part of something bigger than yourself which is which was my gym and now it's like now I want my gym to be I want it to be bigger than my gym, and then and it's grown into all these other things. Which it's said the Rebel Alliance. Like with all these other gyms, I couldn't do all the community service that I do. That trip to Thailand was was our whole community coming together and backing me up. You know, it wasn't just like a couple people donating money. I mean, there was literally thousands of people involved in that adventure, right? And I think uh, and that is that's, that's yeah that's our community, and that's and that's. Uh, it was it was really humbling because I I didn't think people noticed how much stuff I do you know what I mean mm -hmm. so when when I had an opportunity like that and I saw how many people like stepped up to help me like and financially and oh, just covering classes and training me and like just the messages people send me I'm like holy shit like you know that's when uh, I realized uh, 
what a difference I've been able to make in other people's lives, right? So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so and, it, and that just motivates me even more to get to do more things, you know. So, well, then Kalajundago is basically like your main guy there, so he's got to leave his business in somebody else's hands, right? Like, well, he's and it, it wasn't just wasn't just me. Like, we had to pay for his flights and this and that. Like, so all the money we raised is so that we as a team could go as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So and. But that, and that, let's say he left his business and his wife and uh, like in and, and, and his students behind and like that just shows what kind of guy he is too, right? Like that guy, uh, that guy's like he's bulletproof, man. He's one of the best best people I've ever met. So he's always got my back, that guy. When are we opening uh, Brooklyn Martial Arts Two Point <laughs> Um, and where? Uh, Oshawa Center. You know, I don't. Th- <laughs> I'm in the South End for a reason, man. Real estate's. <laughs> more reasonable down there and you know what we i i'd take care of so many kids down there that wouldn't be able to play any other sports i'm staying right there i can't imagine i can still cram way more people into my spot mm-hmm. without switching things up too much i'm, I'm happy man like, I guess if it came down to it, you could probably just buy one of the things in the or there's lots of stuff around the same plaza there. Yeah, uh, but I we really we still got tons of room for mm-hmm. growth where I am, and and uh, it's not broken, man. So just leave it as it is. I, 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 I don't want it to grow into something that I can't control either, mm-hmm. right? Like it still, it still fits nicely in my little world and still allows me to do a lot of cool stuff. Like I don't do anything for money ever. Nothing. Money doesn't motivate me, right? But I just find like the harder I work and the more, the more uh, positive and the more I give back to the community, the more I, kind of financially and and like and having the time to to be free and do other things. So. Just try to be a good people and help everyone else up, and I make, I make enough to eat. So. Are we sponsoring any fighters right now? Uh, are you or me? Are you? <laughs> Honestly, um, I think I hate to say it, but I think I'm almost probably on my way out of the MMA thing. Uh, I have. Uh, it's such a heartbreaking industry. I'm fucking tired, man. <laughs> I think my only fighter left is Lindsay. I don't have anyone on the radar because. Uh, as far as like, I, man, I, I don't have that much time to coach, right? Like, jujitsu feeds me. You know what I mean? It's the one that pays the bills and fills the mats. MMA is hard. Like, you can't make any money off it, and, and it's not about the money, but like, it's time away from business, time away from your family, time away from home. You lose, you lose money every single time you go f- for a fight. Like, I'm in Montreal for four days. It means I'm not at work. It means I'm spending my own money to be there. Mm-hmm. And then you're watching your best friends get hurt, and. uh it's, it's it's so financially and emotionally draining that I think like I'm gonna ride it out as long as I possibly can with, and with Lindsay because like why wouldn't you? It's Lindsay. Mm-hmm. She's the best, and I'll do anything for her, and I want to see her succeed and make the big show. Yeah. But uh, even with her though, I'm I'm rarely involved with her training anymore. She's at Parabellum most of the time. But I think probably when she's done, like. With the with the exception of helping the other gyms, consulting and working with their guys, so like I won't train anyone else or I won't travel for it too much. Like, man, I'm like tired and tired. <laughs> it's been twenty years of fighting, and I'm like, it's time to, I mean, you know, focus on other things. And like, and it's it's also a culture that's really turned me off lately. Like, we all went into that as martial artists. Mm-hmm. And people are now just going on, going directly into yeah. it as a sport. Yeah. So what do you when you're done? What are you contributing back? My well, brother then, feels man. the same way. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you got to go out and be like karate versus this. Yeah, but man, but some martial art first. And like, 
I think for me, the gift that I got out of the whole thing when my competitive career was over, I can still teach jiu-jitsu, and, and, which literally helps people through life. It saves people, right? So with all the gifts I've got from being able to travel the world and fight and, and just and travel with fighting and compete and whatever else, like, I, I'm obligated, man. I have to teach jiu-jitsu to people because I want people to have the same opportunities or what, not even the same opportunities. I just, it makes people better, right? When you just go into that sport with nothing but ego and you only want to, you're only fighting for it to make money or be on TV and you're not a real, you're just an athlete now, not a real, like, you can be a fighter and an athlete, but be a martial artist on top of things. Like, you should, because when it's done, it'll break, if you don't, if you treat it like a sport, not a martial art, it'll break your fucking heart before it's over, right? If you treat it like a martial art and have the lifestyle, when you're done, you'll still have something. But mm. there's so many of these guys that are in, and because they're learning so fast, too, like these young guys, and then they're in there and they're fighting. What are you going to, what's, you're going to have just a heart, like, a lot of pain when you're done and realize it, it gave, you have nothing to give back because it never, it didn't give you anything, you know? Be a martial artist first, it makes you a better person, it, and it gives you the opportunity to give back to others. And I'll say, I just kind of don't like the way it's gone. There's still great martial arts in it, mm -hmm. but there's something that's been lost, like, that I'm not, I don't know, I just think. It's very corporate now. Yeah, that's, it is, it is, and. Uh, ever since the, for me, it was ever since the UFC went to Fox and started becoming, like, a different monster. Yeah. It no. was just, it wasn't in a, like a special thing anymore. It was yeah, just like yeah. Pump it out as much as we can. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I still, I still appreciate it. I still watch it here and there. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, man. People are, everything is just stats now, and like, and I worry about these guys. Of what are you gonna, what are you gonna do when you're done? Because trust <laughs> me, because like, I, I, I had, I suffer from like great depression because I can't fight anymore. It drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. But what's, but what saves me, and gets me through difficult times is the fact that I can go put a key on it and and go roll or contribute and get back and help my kids and whatever else. I'm like, what? Maybe people are different animals than me, but like, what are you gonna do when your your competitive career is done? All you've ever known how to do is fight, and now you and, and, and then yeah, and then when it's done, like you don't just shut it off and go work an office job. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta you gotta be on like, and these guys are gonna that's gonna happen because they didn't they didn't treat it like a martial art first, and when it's over, like you struggle with your identity to begin with, and if you're only a fighter and an athlete. And, then, then what the fuck? You don't even have that anymore. I mean, like John Jones is a good example of what you're talking about. He got into it kind of as it was growing into the athlete, where he did. He came up wrestling, but how much? Yeah. More, how much? You know, how long did he spend doing that? And then now look at what has happened to him. Is that he just? The hell is he gonna do with his his fight career? Is like well, probably what a couple of years left, maybe five years left, and then. Well, and there's another reason I don't like. I I'm not down with it anymore. Mm -hmm. He's here. Going back to like Covington as well, like. These yeah. guys are pieces of shit, man. They are, right? And that's what you're promoting, mm -hmm. right? Like, man, promote Machida. Yeah. Man, come on. That guy's amazing, man. Like, and, and the way he deals, the way he treats it while he's in there and the way he deals that's with people, people afterwards, see, right? But, like. but no, sadly, people don't. They want, yeah. to, they want to know the story of John Jones, these other meatheads. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's turned into sports entertainment and I just, and I, like I said, I still like it. But I just think when it, they stop treating it like a martial art, mm -hmm. and and it's just I don't know, lost its flavor to me, and it kind of bugs me. And and for me, I don't like being around it very much anymore. 
I see a lot of parallels between that and the NFL. Like especially you think of a running back, three years yeah. you get like two concussions. Mm -hmm. Sure you got a couple million dollars, but you go from practicing all day every day for football and then mm -hmm. you're just booted out. Right? That, and that's thing you're or hockey it's the same. You play hockey your whole life. Yeah. And like you're a hockey player. You identify as yourself, like as a hockey player. And then all of a sudden your career's over and like, okay, so now what? Right? Gotta invest. Got any investments we should know about? No, man. Are we selling these hats online? Only one of these. Only Should be selling the hats. No all way. the kids. Kids will go after that. No, man. You know what? That's the only thing with the, all the Rebel Line stuff. Like, Exclusive? It, it's not. It's, do whatever you want. Make your own fucking shirt. We don't make any money off of it. I don't sell Rebel Alliance shirts. We we'll do, sell for you. We do one, every once in a while, we'll have a fundraiser and there'll be a shirt, shirt with a logo on it and stuff like that. But like the, yeah. all that money always goes to charity. Yeah. Right. Nobody. Nobody makes money off of the. the Dave logo. design a shirt for them. Yeah. yeah. We won't. We won't take any money from it. We'll just be cool. We'll be like, look, we designed that. We're cool. Yeah. Make your own shirt. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be a part of it if we make our own shirts. I think uh, that's how it works, right? We'll have to rip off Star Wars in some way. That's what the problem I always run into. Uh, ripping off Star Wars. Yeah. Everything's always. A rip off. I rip off everything. Yeah. That's the point I'm getting yeah. to. <laughs> everything's a rip off of everything. We need new shirts. New logo. Yeah, we gotta. We thought our logo looks kind of like a communist uprising is happening. We don't want that for the record. We don't. We like Western capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case the overlords are watching, whoever they may be. Do we care about weed legalization, Mr. Brockman? Uh, do whatever you want. Like, I think if. It's, that's a weird subject, too. Like, I'm not pro, I'm not con. I'm like. If it's good for the economy, I have a lot. Like. I heard Colorado. out here is broke. So, yeah, right here. no shit. Colorado's not. <laughs> yeah, really. You know what I mean? But all the junkies moved to Colorado. Yeah. Mm. But there's pros and cons to legalization. It's not something I'm really down with. And as far as, like, the use of, like, if the money from it can do good in the community, do it. I think uh, for medical use, okay, recreational, I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want to do. I have several friends who have PTSD and whatever else. And like, if it wasn't for marijuana they would be in, in a dark shitty spot so and it's it's um i also have friends who are junkies on pills i tell you which one i'd rather see <laughs> yeah you know yeah. what i mean like it's yeah. not not i didn't mean that in the bad way but like yeah the, no the, yeah dude like nar narcotics are Water. and pills are a scary scary thing yeah you know what i mean i'd rather i'd rather these guys be smoking the joint before bed be Rather than cranking, you know, ten perks or whatever it is they're into now, and you see people shuffling around like zombies and stuff. It's like they're not I smoking weed, yeah. I don't think. I, it's our, their Oshawa's like pill problem is insane. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one of the reasons I don't. I that's one of the main things I want to see differently in my lifetime around here is like the south. At, like I used to play baseball for Sunnyside Park in the south end, yeah. and I want like Wentworth. My brother used to live on Oxford. Like, come on, let's get this let's get this place together. We don't have that much crime per se. It's just that like we've allowed these places to be run into the ground. Yeah, and and that's also like Midtown Mall. <laughs> we need uh, we need more attention drawn to play the social programs that are already in like new ones, but ones that are already in place for our youth, like the Boys and Girls Clubs. Is mm -hmm. goddamn amazing, man. The YMCA, all these different places, and but people don't even use them. We have to give our kids opportunity to play sports and grow and learn and we have to have to get them access to role models because these guys these kids these these people you see wandering the streets and people who are hurting 
and need help. They were kids once mm -hmm. and probably didn't have someone to guide them in the right direction. And the same thing is going to happen to their kids and the same thing to their kids. If someone doesn't do a little extra work and put the focus where it should be. A lot of these problems that we see right now can't be fixed. So we have to go and take care of the next generation mm -hmm. to make sure that it doesn't fucking yeah, perpetuate, Spiral. right? Well, like, keep so going. Long. Most of the statistics point towards single-parent households. Like, every, it's almost, sad, but it's true, though, every, right? Almost like, everybody we grew up with, who's the only person with two parents, Joel, and he is the best well-off of all, and, of, and, all and, of us. It is, it is true, right? Like it's And, and it's it has to be a community effort, man. Like, it takes a village. Like, if you want your kids to be successful, like, everyone's got to look out for each other, right? Do you feel like there's, a, like, a self-perpetuating shitty attitude about Oshawa. I feel like there's like a, yeah, the dirt, like a, I like calling it the dirty schwa because it's yeah. funny, but at the same time, like, that's kind somebody of Somebody else says it when they're just yeah, like, Yeah, I oh, take a little bit of like we're in the middle of yeah, nowhere. No I, no, I get it. I get it. And it, it's also, there hasn't been too many places I've been that people don't know what Oshawa is. You yeah. know what I mean? But at the same time, it's that's a place I take great pride in living. Yeah. I, I really like it here. <laughs> and, and I think there's been a shift in the last decade with the way that the GM plant is gone and the growth of the university and everything mm -hmm. else. So it's ch there's definitely like a change. Um, like if I think if the university didn't expand it to the, to the size that it is now and, and how mm -hmm. what a monster it is, like the city would be in like serious mm -hmm. despair. Downtown you know what I mean? Like, but you could see the difference coming through downtown. Like, yeah. like how, how different it is down there. You yeah. see yeah. college kids right. down there instead you know of just mean? junkies. And, uh, I think uh, over time it's, yeah, crack, yeah, crack time. Classic. Think, yeah. I think there's a, there's a shift, but so I'm hoping for more. You know, you want to be the community and the city to be successful, but you don't want to lose that Oshawa. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a good place to live, man, and it's got it is a little rough, but that's what makes it fucking awesome. You know what? Uh, I was talking to Neil about our friend Neil, who's a paramedic. Shout out Neil. Um, for some reason, one of the things I think of when I think of Oshawa is where all the convenience stores are. And I like going to all the, I liked going to the most random convenience stores I can think of from my childhood <laughs> and just being like, I'm glad these things are still around. Like, uh, one of them's being redesigned right now. Jug City. Um, I'm a big fan <laughs> of Whore Top. I'm yeah, not sure if that's oh, even yeah, around. Yeah, it's it's being it? redesigned. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I tried to go Buckingham. There's the Euro Delicatessen that I think is still by Mary Street School. I'm just a big fan of convenience stores. I think I'm learning. <laughs> They're convenient. They are. Well, well, we got to you can buy bread, you can buy your okay. We're up to an hour here. I think we got to preview the next UFC to make the allure. Yeah, sure. Of, uh, the next uh, one's a big one. I'll pretend that I know what it is. You'll know some well, of these names. Yeah. Steve 226. Start from the bottom. Yeah. Oh, it's Steve Corbin. Yeah. 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 Check the record, bud. Asuncion Rob Font is where we can probably start. Ah, that's great. All right. Dan Hooker, Gilbert Burns. That's right that's after. That's a good one. Prelims on FS1, uh, Uriah Hall. Platinum Mike Perry versus Yancey Medeiros. Platinum Mike Perry's insane. He got the little bit of that UFC push for talking a lot of crap too, but then he lost a bunch. Mm -hmm. He but he was more he was more of a oh, throwback. Perry's Perry is Perry the guy with the, the tattoos and welterweight. Face tattoo. Uh, face tattoo? I, don't know, I can't remember. Is he not the one who is? I get him confused with what's his face sometimes. He's always talking shit, but. Uh, Platinum Mike Perry's an insane looking dude, and he knocks a lot of people out. Yeah, 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 that's him. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. just yeah he swings. Yeah, he's a real throwback, is what he is to me. He's like a throwback to the early, earlier two thousands era, where he's just in there, tough guy, generic, like 
generic tough guy looking to knock people out. Yeah. I'm gonna pull up a Uriah Hall's record. I want to see if he's still. Uh, he's probably still floating around 500. Yeah. Uriah Hall, the famous. He's a uh, home home, re home run hitter, right? Yeah. I'm not doing the clip burned into your mind of him kicking that guy in Ultimate yeah. Fighter. What a heap. Hell, oh, that would be the problem. Spinning back kick. No, that wouldn't have said 13 that. Thirteen and. What do you see? Thirteen and eight. Thirteen yeah. and eight. Yeah. No way. I don't believe it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought he was closer. Streak. Oh, he had the his yeah. stretch there. And then did he beat last? Oh, those are Rocco. Rocco. Yeah. Look, look at the animals he had to fight. Yeah, three yeah. in a row. He fights. Usasi's fighting uh, Rory Roy McDonald in uh, Bellator. Really? Out. Yeah, they're doing title for title. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're both titles are on the line or what, but uh, huh, yeah, so they're fighting. picture them today. They seem to be friends. Yeah, I mean that's a good fight. That's an interesting. Uh, I feel like Musasi's going to be too big for him though. Yeah, I. Roy's a huge guy, man. He's big, and you know what? He's he's so methodical and disciplined that like, he's he's hard for anyone to beat. Mm -hmm. Like, they must be making so much money, taking these them? Bellator contracts. There's a reason everyone's going over there. Yeah, yeah. that's why I included the Bellator or UFC mm -hmm. title because I Bellator's doing well for themselves. Yeah, the well, it's year they, they provide the opportunity for these guys to make money off endorsements, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the rampage. Book number four is coming up too in Bellator. <laughs> I it's love the heavyweight tournament. That's, that's also at heavyweight. No, that's not part no. of the tournament. That's just it's also at heavyweight. <laughs> I can't wait to see Vanderlei heavyweight. It'll be wonderful. Rashad Evans retired. Did he? Two days ago, yesterday. Oh, good decision. That's good. Yeah, he was. He hung around for a real long time for no reason. It seems like uh, it's not easy. It's not as easy as yeah. you think, man. No, or, yeah, I, I I sympathize with the not wanting to give it up, but he had so much other stuff going for him too. Like he's he's on TV all the time with yeah. Fox. He slowed down like. So fast, you know what I mean? He was yeah. on top of the world, and yeah. I think it was knee injuries. Yeah, and yeah. then he could never get it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't personally risk the brain at that age. You have the Fox Sports job, let yeah. your brain rest. Mm -hmm. And he was—he's good at that. He's very good. Yeah, at that, yeah. I find. He's pretty he's, well spoken. Yeah, very, very. Uh, and he breaks it down well. I like Kirk him and Saki, Khalil Roundtree. Yes, Saki. Uh, that would be an interesting. You know who loves Khalil Roundtree? Uh, Carrie Stellar. You know who that is? She's a uh, one of the. Female MMA analyst. One of the only ones I know, frankly. She's from New York. She started to do big things. Mm -hmm. She worked for MMA UK. She's got her own podcast. Who's the other one that we used to talk to? She, uh... She was the one. There's two. There was two. You guys talked to two girls? Yeah, believe it or not. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll come back. Kiesa and Pettis. Pettis, there was another you're one. Premium yourself on that one, fact. aren't you? No, I've lost a lot of interest in Anthony Pettis. Pettis is, he's the same thing. Like he hit that peak and then he's just been out downhill. It was so just like, like his grappling. They never, how did they never like? Is there something going on with Duke Rufus's camp? Because like they, he talked that CM Punk was good too, and then he wasn't. Well, they have to. I know, I know <laughs> they have to, but like you I figure think... the guy could look like he learned how to fight a little bit. He was there I for know, years. That's a hard matchup for Pettis. I'll tell you that. I think, yeah, I think Kiese is gonna. Yeah, and that'll be the end of Pettis, probably. That's, right in yeah, that's basically tattooed. Cool. Do you got tattooed to your kids? No. Faces? No? No. You want to get any face tattoos say. at all? I, so I see a I face there. Couple. Go, yeah. Actually, I have an Antonio Carvello tattoo. Oh. And a bunch <laughs> of other wild shit. Isn't he your friend? <laughs> Used to be. Oh. <laughs> no. He's my greatest of friends. <laughs> you get your tattoo of your what, face uh, on my ass, like Roy Orbison. The mom one? don't know won't hurt her. The one that I'm looking forward to the most, Waterboy, you guys, and Ganu and Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, oh. and the Did you guys answer. have him on the Instagram? The Beast, Black Beast. yeah, yeah, he's incredible, hilarious. yeah, he's incredible. got one of the best, yeah. Oh my he, god, no, see, he never says he never says anything. He just posts wild shit. Yeah, uh, yeah he's a character. 
when he said he wanted to bang Ronda Rousey after the fight because <laughs> Travis Brown. Oh yeah, because he beat up Travis Brown, right? Yeah, right, yeah. That was funny. He's something else. Max Holloway. Praise Max Holloway is the future. We think. Yeah, I, I love amazing, Max Holloway. Versus yeah. Ortega in his cornrows. Yeah. yeah. That guy's—he's scary too, man. Yeah. Everyone. I didn't expect Ortega to be that good. Yeah. I didn't expect him to beat Frankie. I. Uh, mm, I kind of picked him for that one. I see. I, in hindsight, I see it now, but I thought he's I, I would like bigger. to see it go a little longer. I'd like, like to see Rob Reed with cornrows, frankly. Yeah, he he cut his hair? I heard. Yeah. I heard. What's yeah. that? We're gonna have to get him on here. He's barely a man now. Yeah. His ponytail was. I actually, I don't know if he's more or less. I'm not more or less. <laughs> he's reserved now. I want to. We need to talk to him about doing promos. We want to do wrestling promos. I think I mentioned that to you. Yeah, he said something. I wasn't actually sure what you're getting at, but I'm like, I already like the sounds, but yeah. Says. Basically, we stand in front of a green screen, we yell ridiculous stuff, and then you respond via video. You know, maybe one day we'll just have to have a tag team match, a Royal Rumble, <laughs> to really sell it. Somebody's got the blade over there. Yeah, you're blading. It'll work. It'll yeah. work. <laughs> you're blading for sure. I'm Who you got for the main event here, Stipe or Cormier? Poor my poor Daniel. I think Cormier is going to beat him. That's my. I, I, I flip and flop back on this because we had this conversation the other day. Uh, I'm going to go with Cormier. I think Cormier is used to the size. He can handle guys that are bigger, and I think he's going to wrestle him. I, I don't think he can like watch. Look how bad he gassed against that. That's big true. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's like that guy can't wrestle for shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's get well. Cormier's getting up there now. When was the last time he fought? Because every time he fights, it's because John Jones fucks up. And then we have to wait. He's old now, relatively. Yeah. For, yeah, for that, the fight it doesn't team. matter, though. The heavier, guy, the heavier guys can go much longer. It's true, yeah. It's true. Uh, Andre Arlovsky. He's 39. Hashtag is, Arlovsky. Uh, yeah, Arlovsky's a real God. real strange one. <laughs> you need that, some, uh, where are these guys' friends, man? You, need, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when, or over him, too. Like, this year. You're getting knocked out all the time. Like, doesn't anyone love you? Like, four years ago, I remember on a UFC Embedded... Arlovsky was like, this is my final run. His final, yeah, when he had that winning streak going. I <laughs> was a big Arlovsky fan. I used to love the a werewolf. The when werewolf he, when he thought he was a werewolf. Yeah. He, uh, he didn't get knocked out that last one. I thought he was going to get knocked out for sure. Oh, he lost his season, right? He survived. Yeah. And he beat Struve. That didn't surprise me. Did you see the one against uh, Junior Albini? Because this guy looked like a giant baby. He was wearing, like, on, looked like a diaper. Uh, we might have to guy. go to the actual. Yeah, it's not going to be no in here. picture. Yeah, we'll go to the Google. You gotta. He passed your Wikipedia test, though. Dave's rule is if you don't have a Wikipedia as a fighter, you're not, you're not worth his time. It's true. Yeah, it's, you got a you got a Wikipedia. You're worth my time. Yeah, there. Oh, there's that the baby. Guy, yeah, yeah. yeah, he looked like a man, giant man, baby. It was disgusting. Who was the? Uh, Remember the guy that was on the Ultimate Fighter with the long hair and the goatee, and then he fought uh, the UFC. Cody, he, yeah, Cody McKenzie. Oh yeah, 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 the, gu with the guillotine guy. Yeah. I love he any guy who's got a bit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I like it. It's so interesting to see a bit. The uh, the Russian guy that always hits the Ezekiel uh, chokes. Lesnik. Yeah, have you seen Alexander Olesnik? He's he, the only guy that hits Ezekiel chokes in the every UFC. time too. Oh no, I had to, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's like a f pushing like forty-five year old Russian heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. I and know what you're talking about. Crafty I've seen him once, but... What's it? Alexei Olseniak or something? Yeah, I'd have to. O l e y. Yeah. You have to use the internets. Yeah, Fascist Google filtering our I'm results. I'm gonna look up Ezekiel <laughs> choke. UFC. Um, yeah, I'm calling Stipe to win. I think he's going to KO him. I think it's, I love DC, but I think it's been too long. He'll probably wait till he's 50 for John Jones to return. 
and I think he's going to knock him out. <laughs> I think Stipe is going to be Stipe and just glance yeah. him on the chin with an uppercut. I I, see, I've never been very high on Stipe. Uh, Albini, the giant man baby, also got Ezekiel choked by the Russian. That's what made me think so, of it. Yeah, Alexei Olenek. Yes. And he's got one... He's 56, two. 11, and 1. <laughs> I'm just not even going to try to count how many a career of he has. He just, just goes scroll through, up yeah. and he'll say submissions at yeah. the top. I know, I'm just saying you go through his chokes, he's like heel hook, choke rear naked, and it's like Five from 44 wins out of 56 by submission. When was the last time you've been to Vegas, Brooklyn? Uh, been a few years now. I was down there maybe three years ago. Uh, were you there when the T-Mobile Arena was opening? No. I, I went back around this. I was there around the same time. It just opened last... But they were building it. Oh yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like it's UFC two hundred. I think was one of the first events oh, there. Man, it's, it's Vegas nice is always open. a little bit, a little bit blurry. If if you go to Vegas, ask a cab driver to tell you just random shit because they've been working there for so long. Yeah, this lady driving us around was like, "Well, back when this was this and uh, Reagan." Yeah, twenty sixteen was the would have been the opening for the T Mobile. I don't remember when I was there. It's before that, I'm sure. And that's check the record, bud. Still bringing that back. We had to picture. Had to keep it. Yeah, we'll get the picture on the wall or something. Check the record, bud. Not every time, Dom. Check the record, that bud. Was, uh, that was one of the fights of the that time. That was a good era. Dominic Cruz. That was the Dominic dancing around. It was Cruz and uh, punching people from right down here. <laughs> Cruz and Faber, and then Diaz and Connor was that card, I think. That was. Uh, how do you feel about Dominic Cruz? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I always. I think. think I think. Do you think he's figured out now? That, that's thing. now everyone's doing that, but they're doing it better. Yeah. Right. You see Dillashaw. He doesn't do much different than yeah. What Dominic does. He Dominic was doing it first, and Dillashaw just happens to be more athletic. You know. He did yeah. Dillashaw's sweet that head kick on uh, what's his face in their last match for the title. Cody? Yeah, and Cody, Cody Garbrandt. Garbrandt for the title. That was yeah, a great fight. He came at him at, like yeah, like you said, like Dominic Cruz, like weird angles. And he just didn't. I said they're always everything switched for those guys and odd angles and whatever. It's kind of yeah. It's. It, 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 was, it always comes in waves. People figure you out, and then the next big thing happens, right? Like everyone, it's jujitsu was the thing, and then the tie boxing, this and that, and it, like you got to be awesome at everything. But it's like any other sport, that team wins the championship based on, and then everybody else trying to do the same thing. And then now everyone yeah. figures out the, the math behind it, and then the triangle, Michael Jordan. Yeah, so. I'll figure you out. My element of surprise will be what does it for me. One of those uh, Dwyer runs you do. I'm gonna jump out of the bushes. It's over. It's, it's, it's over at that point. Gilly suit. It's always my. It's McLaughlin, isn't it? I thought it was McLaughlin. I thought it was Dwyer. It's only It's Dwyer. No. Whatever. They McLaughlin. Both got they both got tracks. They're across the street from each other. Right. 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 McLaughlin's track is further down. You have to get really hike down. Show there. up at the school board one of these days. I'm just start. It's a nice there. picture on the... Uh, you gotta get a nice picture like that for yourself on YouTube. I don't... Like or my, YouTube, I mean Wikipedia. <laughs> my head's three times the size it was in 2004. I think I'm just better left alone. Just throw up a really <laughs> old picture. TJ Dillashaw reminded of TJ Laramie. The little snake in the grass. Somebody's uh, updated his, <laughs> his nicknames on here. TJ Laramie, if you're watching... We want big things for you. The Teej. I love calling him the Teej. He's a good kid, man. I saw, him, I saw him on Saturday. He's just a good, good dude. The Laramies are great. Suplex Kid is great. The Jordanes. The Jordanes are hilarious in French. Yeah. I love Charlie. Panda. The Panda out of Deitchka. That guy's wicked, man. I'm Panda's there. one that I think is... Uh, He's an animal. He's super fast for a guy that, that, yeah. that big. He's got six knockouts in a row now. Yeah. Six or seven. 
I he thought he would be, be the one that be get, might be getting the first Maybe call. Maybe he, he just had a suspension or something, though. I think uh, he came back Yeah, he after fought after that. that. Did he? He thought it was I, for weed or yeah, something. Yeah, because they was. wouldn't say what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a couple guys that got suspended. Yeah, there was that. a bunch of them. Yeah. Right, like all Shanna back Rowe back there. got suspended. Are they uh, are they strict about that sort of stuff? I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what's going on in Quebec. I'm, yeah. Yeah, Jordan. There's Daichka. When's yeah. this one? This is August. August 2nd. Coming up. Be there. Be there. Larry's defending his title against Alex Morgan. Yeah, he's that, he's rematching that kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the one with the weird stoppage. Yeah, he got rocked, but he was, I he, think he was Yeah, fine. we thought yeah. it was a bad stoppage, too. Yeah, was, I think he's going to steamroll this guy this time. Yeah. There's Matar Lowe on this card, the Mantis. Uh, we watched him from the beginning, too. We watched a lot of these guys from the beginning. It's nice to see the fighters grow. Especially no, when they... No Matar Lowe on this one. The guy that um, Panda beat, Sacco, the crazy black dude with the crazy hair and uh, all yes, the jumping yes, yes. and stuff, he's fighting on this one again. Uh, the Hoppers of Manchild. Is he ever going back? Manchild's having the best time ever right now. I see that. He's yeah. up north? Yeah, he's something? in Northwest Territories. Yeah. Wonderful photos. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's quite content where he is. I don't, I know, actually I talked to him yesterday, and he, I know he's back next month just for a couple of days. Yeah. Because he's just traveling through. He's having, he's having a way better time doing what he's doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. That's good, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't in be, Canada. Couldn't yeah. be happy for him. Yeah. They say we got so much room in Canada. But you'd really have to be the man-child to be able to live up there. It's not for me, man. No, me neither. Not for me either. No. Yeah. My brother said he could do it. He says, give him a cabin and, like, none of it. And then he's good. And no. he'll live off the land. No. He I'm talks good. a big game. Yeah, <laughs> I love to travel, but I like coming home. My home has the mall down the street. Yeah, I've always you know felt I mean? the same about that. With uh, Like, I did a lot of traveling when I was a kid, more so. But then I always enjoyed coming back home. It just felt right. Yep, come back here, you know? That's what makes it special, man. It's like, man, yeah, there's no place like it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody says that, I'm sure. Well, not everybody, you know. You know what I mean. I want a house by the hospital, by McLaughlin. I'll take the McLaughlin house, but I want a house in that area. You gotta do some of that uh, title fraud. I hear that's a growing trend. Is it? <laughs> <On> the, <laughs> that's what the commercials tell me, uh, at least from the American. You're watching, like, I've been listening in the to, afternoon. Yeah, I've been listening to too much Call Fox William Matar, 888. Eight, eight. I was going with the Fox eight, eight, eight. on the satellite radio feed. I think once we start talking about Fox commercials, it's time to wrap it is, yeah, up. I think so as well. I'm just looking at this TKO card. I'm intrigued now. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a shirtless promo to send you. Talk shit to your, uh, your peoples. And right. you've got to compile a crew with or without you. Who knows the wrestling game? Who knows the ins and outs of the wrestling business? <laughs> Preferably the... I know, I know, just the guy. Don't worry. The 80s or early to mid-90s era. Yeah. Yeah. Sunglasses, bandanas. Can maybe bleed a little on the bridge of your nose if you want. Uh, throw some ketchup in your what face. What movie is that? Any Given Sunday, I think. The guy cuts his nose. Anyways. Spinningbackfist.ca. We're on Instagram. Spinningbackfist.dotca. At Backfist on everything else. BrockmanMartialArts.com. That's me. Justin Brockman. I'm Dave. He's Andrew. That's not true. <laughs> I'm Justin easy. Bruckman. <laughs> Signing out. Goodbye. I like the, the Wayne's world. Oh, yeah.